Hello and welcome to the podcast on Broadwater Parish in Worthing, a thriving Anglican church based in the parish of Broadwater, West Sussex in Worthing. We are one church across three sites and Christians have worshipped for over a thousand years at our church at St Mary's. This podcast features sermons from our services and interviews and other episodes and you can find out more by going to broadwaterparish.org.uk. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy this most recent episode of the podcast. The reading today is from 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 3 to 11 and can be found on page 1159 of the church bible. This is praise to the God of all comfort. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us all in our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experienced in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us again. On him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us as you help us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favour granted us in answer to the prayers of many. This is the word of the Lord. Okay, let's pray. Uh, Father God, we thank you for your word. We pray as we think about it, talk about it. As preached this morning, you'll open up our hearts to receive it and to change and um, to obey you. Thank you. Amen. So please keep that open in the Bible if you have a Bible with you, because we'll be looking at it as we go along. I wonder how often you go to watch a film at the cinema. Although we don't have a cinema in Hanamaki, I've been to the cinema a handful of times in Japan. I'm always looking out for things that are different in Japan to what it would be in the UK. And one of the things you notice in Japan is that you get to the end of the film and people stay in their seats right to the end of the credits. Whereas obviously in the UK we just get up and go. But what do you notice when, I don't know whether you ever looked at all those credits, but what do you notice when you do? Well, it takes a lot of people to make a modern film, doesn't it? 
Sometimes I think we just imagine it's a few cameramen and the main stars, but there are so many people. There's Kevin Costner's third hairdresser and the grips assistant, assistant. I'm still not really sure what a grip is, but there are lots of them. Uh, the Apostle Paul, who wrote today's passage, is not talking about a film, of course, because they didn't have films. But he's talking about mission to tell people the good news of the gospel. And if we look at verses 10 and 11, which I want to focus on today, he's saying that mission, particularly prayer for mission, is not just his work, it's the work of many. I'm sure as a church, as you supported missionaries over the years, you know this. That though the youngs or the girls' thoughts or whoever else might come and stand here at the front, mission work is not just their work. It's the work of many. Uh, what did Paul say about that? Well, from verse 8, he talks about what happened in Asia, which confusingly is not, of course, what we imagine Asia, but actually uh, modern-day Turkey. And it seems that there... His team faced fierce opposition. And he says in verse 8, we just couldn't take it anymore. We wanted to die. But the good news is that this trial taught them to trust God, whatever happens. It taught them to trust God, whatever happens. And what helps him to keep going? What is it that helps him to trust God and never give up? Well, verse 11 is the prayers of the church, the prayers of the many. We've been helped in Hanamaki not to give up, but to keep trusting God by the prayers of the many. And thank you, because your prayers have been amongst those prayers of the many. Uh, but what does this prayer of the many for mission look like? Three things this morning. One, we look back in hope as many. Two, God hears the prayers of the many. And three, many, that's us give thanks together. So firstly, we look back in hope together. And in Japan, we do see a lot of hopelessness. There's a certain kind of young man who we often make contact with. They had a successful job. They worked hard and then they just couldn't hack it. They had a nervous breakdown and they'd come back to live at home. Society and their friends have moved on but they feel like they've failed and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to get back. And they've got no hope. But where is our hope as Christians this morning? What should we rely on? Well, verse 9, we have the God who raises the dead. Without Jesus, we have no hope. What are we going to do about the lusting and the lying and the bitterness and the selfishness in our hearts? Is there anything that can save us from judgment and death and hell? Is there anything that can change our hearts so that we even want to do what we know we should do? Well, inside of us there isn't, but praise God there is in Jesus. When he walked the earth, he was different. He never did anything wrong. And despite this, the world hated him and killed him on the cross as a criminal. But just when Jesus looked like a failure, just when the evil was seen to be celebrating, God raised him from the dead on the third day to live forever. And he said, believe in me and have hope, not for eternal death, but for eternal life. You can be made holy and live forever. And if God can raise Jesus from the dead like that to save the world, he can do anything, can't he? 
If we've lost our job and we don't know where the money's going to come from, what do we do? We trust in the God who can raise the dead. If our marriage looks like it's falling apart, it's not what we wanted it to be, what do we do? We trust in the God who can raise the dead. We look at what God has done and we trust him for the future. Uh, On the mission field, there can be many reasons to despair. There are many encouragements as well, but there are many reasons to despair. Why is nobody coming to hear the gospel? Why is the church not growing? Why did I even come here? Uh, And as we battle to trust in the God who can raise the dead, we're not alone because we're surrounded by you, the many who through prayer are trusting with us in God to work in Anamaki. And I hope it's hard to express it in words, I think, but I hope you understand the encouragement it is when we meet people praying for the work in Japan. When we meet people and they know names and places, then you know that they're reading the prayer letter and they're praying for the salvation of people like uh, Mrs. River Crossing you saw earlier. Because we feel sometimes like we're such a small place in the middle of nowhere. And to know that you are with us is a great privilege. So thank you. Uh, and when we pray for in churches and people pray for a growing and thriving church that can stand on its own uh, with a Japanese pastor in the end, uh, we're encouraged to say again, there's nothing that the God who raises the dead cannot do. Uh, we look back on what God has done together Uh, by raising Jesus from the dead and we take confidence we have hope going forward. Secondly, Paul talks about the God who hears the prayers of many. Uh, Verse 11, Paul has this hope that he'll be delivered uh, and is helped by their prayers. He says, then many will give thanks on our behalf because of the gracious favour granted us in answer to the prayers of many. I think you might think your job is a strange job. I don't know. But I think being a missionary is a bit of a strange job because your end result, seeing people believe in Jesus, be saved, is something we can't do on our own. We can run a thousand uh, Bible studies. Uh, We can do an alpha course. We can preach in the street. We can do cutting-edge ministry with a multi-million pound lighting and sound system. But it won't make people believe. Only God can do that. But praise God. Because that drives us to prayer, doesn't it? That drives us to say, I can't do it, Lord. I need your wonderful work in Hanamaki. And isn't that the kind of prayer that God is looking for? Uh, But more than that, there's something wonderful, isn't there, about having many people pray. Uh, There's lots of mysterious things about prayer. Often we don't know why some prayers are answered straight away and some aren't. But we have lots of reasons to believe that when many pray for mission, uh, like you do in the church here, then God delights in answering the prayers of many. Uh, In the Old Testament, there are prayers like the prayer of repentance, aren't there? In Ezra, where all the people gather together to say sorry for their foreign wives and the Lord sees them praying together. And there's something about them being together uh, that means he forgives them. Uh, In Acts 2, the early church met every day in the temple courts. 
And what did they do? Well, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, the breaking of bread, the breaking of bread, rather, fellowship and prayer. And I think we forget, don't we, that when we're asking for God's church to grow and asking for people to turn from death to life, we're praying prayers that God delights to answer, aren't we? Jesus talked about this, didn't he? This prayers. Uh, that God delights to answer. At the beginning of Luke 18, he talks about the judge that neither feared God nor respected man. And this woman keeps knocking on his door and he walks all the way downstairs and he presses his expensive intercom. He says, who is that? That's that woman. I threw her a case out of court the other day. She says, please reconsider. There's been an injustice. And of course he tells her, go away and don't come back. But she comes back and keeps coming back. And he hates it. And he hates it so much. Just to get rid of this woman, he gives up. And he's kind to her. And he looks at her case again. Why? Because he just can't be doing with it anymore. But how much more will God answer our requests about the mission field? Our Father God loves us. And it's in his heart to see many in Japan pass from hell to heaven, from death to life. If many of us turn up at his door in prayer saying, God, work in your power to transform your church when he led us in, when he happily gets to work straight away, transforming his church and his people, we should expect God to hear and answer the prayers of many. And finally, prayer for missionaries is about us thanking the Lord together, isn't it? It's a joyful thing. Verse 11, then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favour granted to us in answer to the prayers of many. The universe was created by God to give him glory. We too as humans have fallen, but we're made to give God glory. And praise God we do that through prayer for mission. Because we end up giving God glory in thanks as he answers our prayers. Uh, We look at the church in Hanamaki that's grown from a handful of people to 30 on a Sunday through the prayers of many like yourselves and we declare glory to God who answered those prayers. We see people like Mrs. River Crossing and her daughter who trusted in Jesus for salvation and we say together glory to God who answered these prayers. Uh, We see a wonderful new church building in Hanamaki which people in the community are interested in and asking about and we say glory to God who answers prayer. Uh, it's a privilege and a joy for us as we report on the work in Hanamaki to meet those who faithfully uh, prayed for the answers to prayer we've seen in Japan. But it's also a wonderful privilege to give thanks to God together uh, when we see those prayers being answered. So thank you for your partnership uh, with the work of the gospel in Hanamaki. Thank you for looking with us at what the Lord has done and trusting him to work in the future. Thank you for expectantly praying for lives to change. And thank you for sharing with us the joy and thanks that is the glory of God. Uh, and as we go on praying for mission together, let's expectantly trust the God who raised Jesus from the dead. Let's pray. Father God, you raised Jesus from the dead. This is the basis of our hope and this shows us your wonderful power, love, for the universe that you made. And we want to give you the glory for the way you've answered prayers. And we, we pray expectantly that you will work 
going forward, and we give you thanks. Amen.